ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mason and Friends Show, episode number 73, featuring the Jew unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah! As well as, uh, Stephanie. How you doing, Stephanie? You there? How you been? Bro, you know, living the fucking dream out here. Living the dream. Love it. So, have you been uh, listening to the show at all? I have. I've listened to a couple episodes. Excellent. Good. Excellent. Oh, wow. Sounds so, like you guys have fun. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we do, actually. It's, uh, it's good, though. That way you have an idea of how the show is formatted. <laughs> You're not just being dropped into a, a vat of insanity without any clue of what's happening. Yeah, it's not nice. <laughs> It yeah. is a vat of insanity, isn't it? It really is. We try not to uh, misconstrue what it is that we do here. Because it's a fucking madhouse. I've been warned. Do you have a disclaimer that you have to rattle off about? I, uh... Anything you say or do can be held against you or something? Well, technically, I think that that does oh, apply well, we have like a like court that. of law. But, you know... Uh, fortunately, Steph here, Stephanie, doesn't have to worry too much because you're fairly disconnected from the show. But having my name on it, I I try to like I try to work a little uh, discretion into what I may or may not say, even though it might not sound like that if you've been listening to the show. <laughs> there ain't no discretion going been been having nowhere. No, no, no. I almost I was talking about something the other day and I didn't fully disclose everything. There was a couple of things I said in recent oh, yeah, shows true. where I didn't fully disclose things. True that. Right. That's to protect the, the innocent and that's why people have <laughs> fake names on this show and that's just the way it works. Yeah. You're like the the Robin Hood of, of facts. You're just protecting the innocent. That's exactly right. Killing it. That's right. I take facts from the rich and give them to the poor. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm trying to help the poor out. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to need facts in your world. We can't deal with this falsehoods of reality. Yeah, that's right. See, I like getting verbose when I'm here on the on the podcast. Because my buddy, the Jew unit's not very... Uh, I'm just, just looking at him like, all right. He's, he's plenty verbose, but he's not into words, like big words and reading. Like... It kind of sucks. That word you just said? Yeah, see. Does, that mean, does, he know what, does he know what verbose means? That's what I was just saying. Exactly. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> and it's it's really kind of sad at times. Like, I've been telling him for months, like, go read a book, bro. You might start being able to understand things better, but... He doesn't care. I just don't really have that much time for that. I, I hear Stuart, Liv- Stuart Little's a good gateway book. Oh, there you go. Oh, I can't be caught it, it helps no get Stuart you more Little into reading. Little. That's a good suggestion. It could help get you more into it reading. Is. Or maybe I, like some Winnie the Pooh. I appreciate the... Nice. Uh, the, <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> the I was suggesting uh, little Dr. Seuss to him the other day, and he I, was all offended. Dr. Seuss. That's, that, that's a great recommendation. I mean, I've read some Dr. Seuss books to my chitlins and stuff, you know what I mean? But like that's probably the latest last like, book I read. You're into fish, so you could read one fish, two fish, red well, I mean, fish, blue fish. Oh, I've read me some one fish, two fish. Now, Jack, don't get it twisted. Like I said, I read a couple of them. Do you books. have to? Do you think that that reading Doctor Seuss not sober is more fun? Um, well, I, whenever I was reading, I was sober. So yeah, see, this guy's not quite. He's a drinker, but he's not quite capable of reading while drinking. Oh, okay. He is, his, he's not at that level yet. 
Right. I think that uh, yeah, I would enjoy Dr. Seuss more while drinking than the Jew would because I could, like, roll with it, but the Jew would, he would run into problems. <laughs> but the words would get too difficult for him. Right. By the end of the book, he'd be like, what is this fucking word here? And shit would start blurring. You know, hooked on phonics worked for me. Good, I'll do it. Good for you. You could consider that, too. I, should, I need to try something. Stephanie here is a better person because of hooked on phonics, <laughs> and you could be, too, Jew. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Rosetta Stone quality, but I can hooked on phonics. Oh wow! Yeah, one language, subpar uh, reading comprehension, but reading comprehension nonetheless. Word. Yeah, see, he can't handle it. He just doesn't know. He's like, <laughs> okay, okay, whatever, whatever that guy just said. I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm taking it in. You take it in, yeah, you fucker. <laughs> He was trying to explain to me about a music video the other day. I said, what happens? And he says, you know, it's fucking crazy. And I was I like, remember. oh, yeah? I, still, I was still trying. To, I told my boy about it. I said, it's the craziest video ever. I don't remember why it was. But at the time, it was the craziest video ever. Danny California. You were, you were damned impressed at the time, but you have no clue now. I still couldn't remember. I, t- I said something to him about it. I almost looked it back up and tried to look it again. Man, but it's it's a great video. It's a great video. Excuse me, you really should like watch it so that you can then once again try to describe it, and we can all then maybe be interested in watching it. Well, you can watch it from your description. No, no, no. From your description, I have no intention of watching it because your description was it's fucking awesome and amazing, and I can't explain well, it one little bit. And I'm like, I'm not interested then. It's awesome and amazing. That should be a description enough. That's not how this works, man. <laughs> You ain't got shit to do. That's if somebody not how this said works. this shit's awesome, amazing, check it out, and I ain't got shit to do, I'm gonna check it out. Well, I don't know, man. I got shit to do more than I just check out videos of songs that I've never heard of. Like he's talking Danny California, hey, Red Hot can... Chili Peckers, and I'm like, Red Hot Chili yeah. Peckers, huh? I ain't heard of them, and I damn sure ain't heard of no Danny California song. So like, that's the name of the song. Yeah, which I haven't heard of. I don't you know haven't that heard sh- that song? I ain't heard that song. You haven't heard that song. Come on, man. I don't know, man. Don't nobody really know what you're talking about, dude. But that's okay. Stephanie, do you listen to uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper? Do you know? I, I'm sorry. You're going to have to repeat that. All right. Do you know that song I'm talking about, Danny California, uh, Red Hot Chili yeah, Pepper? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Mason apparently has never heard that never song. Never heard of what this. he's trying to tell me, which I'm telling you that's a lie. It's a lie. He's had to hear it somewhere. I don't know. Mason, you need some culture. I guess so. And you've had to hear that even at a bar or some fucking where you've had to hear that song. There ain't no way. Danny California. You need culture. I do. I need culture. That's what I need. But anyways, I'm trying to tell him how that video was just amazing. And, and you won't watch it? He, he tells me because my description, I just told him it's an awesome and amazing video. And he said, well, that, by that description, it's lackluster. I can't watch it. I said, well, I don't know why it is. I can't remember like, why, but it's just fucking you know, amazing. kind of a snot like that yeah. sometimes. We're doing a podcast like here, that. and I'm like, if we're going to entertain the fans, like, I need you to give me at least like a marginal like uh, idea of themselves. what's happening in this music video. Danny California, check it out. It's amazing. It's <laughs> fucking amazing, man. <laughs> I think fake David Bowie's in that motherfucker. I can't remember. What all goes down, but shit's fucking amazing. And the outfits are off the chain. Well, now you're talking. Now you're getting the. Now oh, you're now, getting now, me there. Now, now, They've got awesome go. outfits, like you know, because I'm an outfit kind of guy. Uh, Stephanie, I went to a uh, job interview the other day, and I wore all black with a Vincent Van Gogh Starry Night tie, and. Uh, 
you know, because I'd be getting fresh like that. And um, the fucking woman asked me why I wore that, and I and I, t- I told her, you know, like I had a great friend that was into this, it was into Van Gogh, so I was looking for a little positivity out of the out of the universe. We lost him a couple of years ago, and I said, uh, plus, how f- fresh is this? Look at this! And she laughed her ass off. So oh, I'm felt, sure you're hot. I felt, yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, Steph, I was looking good. Uh, he was looking pretty slick. He come over well, here you, all dapper, stand up. You think you made her feel uncomfortable because she was attracted to you sexually? <laughs> and I mean, it's, it was gonna make for an awkward work environment. Christ, you know, it really might be the problem. <laughs> That's I, I do that shit apparently. Uh, man, you was coming off too sexy. I, mean, That's what I, I might be afraid to hire you if, if I thought that I was just gonna sit and like lust over you. Well, if he was bangable, you couldn't hire him. If he was, if he was bangable, you couldn't hire him. Man. Oh, he's bangable, and I hired him. <laughs> These things happen, <laughs> well, you know. Fuck, well, like, see, I gotta see. I don't That's even know what happened. She probably wanted to fucking penis glide, <laughs> and you know, fucked up, and then you come off all like, oh, this ain't no geek squash shit. You ain't gonna check me all the lines, all right? This is real shit out here, all right? Bitch, no, I ain't from around here. More, it went more like, thank you for a good, you know, two weeks work, sir. Or work, sir. Here's your check and your blowjob. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, I know. I could deal with that. Give me two weeks checking a blowjob, and yeah, I'm a happy fuck. camper. I mean, they hire shit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I ain't doing over two weeks. Fuck. <laughs> I'll work just about anywhere for two I weeks. I just enough that time to leave. I can go ahead and take leave absent for work. Damn, Skippy. Nah, like, I mean... Uh, Sounds amazing. I mean, I guess if you're in HR... Uh, and you find yourself wanting to blow the guy that's applying to be working directly under you, it could be an issue. Uh-huh. You know, you no might. Pun. Yeah, no, no pun. No pun intended whatsoever. Directly under you. Yeah, well, I mean, she would have been my boss, so maybe you're right. Who knows? I try not maybe to. Maybe she has that fancy. Maybe she's like Jennifer Aniston and uh, horrible bosses. You know, oh. maybe she wants to give you some some laughing gas and like. Are you into the chair? I don't know. I mean, I could dig it. I like being tied you'd up. Probably, you'd roll with that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, see, that's the thing. Like, uh, But, I mean, I don't know. She was married, talking about the kid and everything. So, you know, probably wouldn't go well if, if that it actually did happen so in the Mary long run. Just means, Mary just means she wants to fuck you and she doesn't want anyone to know about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Look, this is between you and me. Well, that's it is 2018. That's how like women are independent these days. They be uh, yeah, cheating. If we make money, we want to choose who we fucking win. <laughs> that's how it works. Well, that seems to be fine. I mean, never had any complaints. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. So, but, how'd your interview go? Well, I mean, I think it went well. We laughed. She said she'd call me back for another interview, but she hasn't yet. So. uh you know. He's gonna call tomorrow though and check on himself. Yeah, I'm gonna call up tomorrow and uh, inquire. Say, you know, I don't yeah, mind. Yeah. I don't mind being told no, but I certainly feel that I would be an asset to your establishment. So uh, keep me in mind. Have a nice day. I hope to well, hear from if you she soon. says no, you should say. So that means we can fuck now, right? Oh, yeah. There you go. So there you go. Say, hey, well, I'm not doing nothing. Well, tonight is Friday night. How about this? Well, we did talk. Some about basketball. So if if like I might get all slick and say, well then I suppose you'll just have to take me to a Wizards game sometime. Oh, you'll just and have to take basketball's me. Yeah, the aphrodisiac of white people. There you go. 
<laughs> you got to hit her with a U. Yeah, she, uh, she oh, absolutely. Job. Like, yeah. you got a job. Yeah. You know I'm You're on the balls of my ass. So I'm, See, I'm working on this job thing, girl. So, you yeah, me, I got you. You could right. certainly afford to take me to a Wizards game. Yeah, you're already here. That's right. You're right up here. (laughs) You know, it's up in Arlington. It wouldn't be a problem to just hop over to the fucking Capital One Arena, formerly Verizon Center. Tell her you'll wear your tight pants. There you go. Put something on the table. Oh, you gonna wear the skin? You got skinny jeans? I don't have skinny skinny jeans, but I have tighter pants, I suppose. I have some pants that are tighter than others. Oh, boy, wore some skinny jeans a day at work. I said, hey, man, you, uh, where you get them pants from, man? He's like, well, man, I said. I mean, how great would that be to, you know, have this this lady from HR that you, like, fuck semi-regularly, and then at some point, like, somebody would hear a rumor of it, and you're like, oh, yeah, she picked me up in an interview. Yeah. Yeah. Be always what a in trouble. Story. No, Romeo you, and Juliet. you know what? I should be outsourced to different HR departments so that the HR director can sexually harass me, and then I'm not really an employee, so it's not really something that can fall back badly oh, upon. No, there we that. go. You know what else? You know what else? After you sleep with her, you can sue the company for, un- <laughs> for her unprofessionalism. Yeah. Just make sure she touches you first. Exactly. There, there we go. There she we go. She touches you first, and you'd be like, "Does she rape me?" So if I get a ch- if I get the HR chick to bang me while they don't hire me, then I might be able to sue them. Even if they hire you, either way, both. You there you quit go. And then sue them off. Well, yeah, right say, before you quit, you sue them. Yeah, say, yeah. quit and say you felt victimized. And then take yeah. a leave of, a, a leave of uh, bravement or whatever. Fuck, but you know, but I mean? you know, the Me Too movement doesn't really work for me, too. No, there is. There's no, a, it's there's a work. thing. Men wear hats now that say Me Too. It's a whole, it's a deal. Can I can I get a hashtag Me Too on my knuckles tattooed? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, you okay. know, I mean, I worked in Middleburg. I was sexually harassed by men. Like. Oh, I'm sure. Just as much. You, Go ahead. You got all sorts of hags rubbing up on that. Yeah, yeah. You was a bartender, though? I was a bartender that in, count, in Middleburg. Yeah, right? So I'm not yeah, sexually harassable because I'm a bartender. You're putting your ass out there as a bartender. Shit. You are going to be sexually harassed. And it's gonna, it's gonna you had a penis up. that couldn't get hard. Of course you were harassed. There's so many. Was it like 80% women there? There was a lot of women that sort of harassed me, but I kind of liked that. And then, like, I didn't mind the men so much, like, but, like, it wasn't nearly as much fun as the, the women. Like, because there were gay dudes that would fucking harass me sometimes, but, like, Mostly it was women, and I didn't really consider the older women really sexually harassing me because they they wouldn't like grab me. They'd look and talk about crazy stuff, and but they wouldn't really like touch me. The, the men every now and again would get a little touchy feely, and I'd be like about ready to beat some ass. The men would touch you. I had so, a dude grab my ass, another dude grab my junk. Oh, motherfuckers well, talking shit. Dudes would be like, dudes would be like, you should let me blow I'd you, and somebody. you wouldn't notice. They, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And I'm like, you know, I think I would. I think I think I would. Like, I don't think I'd be able to get hard for you. Sorry, bub. You know. Nate, so we, did you ever did you ever get hard uh, behind the bar? <laughs> oh, well, one time I, I got hard, hard behind the bar for some for for a young lady who came in. She uh she said something got me aroused and I ended up clinking the bottles with my my erection. It was pretty. How many them dudes saw that? How many of them dudes? The dudes didn't I'll see it. That, it I'll was, take that Bowman bottle right there. It was it was funny though because there was a window next to me that was went to another part of the inside of the building that somebody could have been watching from, but I don't think anybody was watching from. But yeah, no, I I you know, once or twice I definitely was aroused behind the bar, oh, wow. and uh, I also uh, you know I got them nice underwear. I'll show the nice underwear to folks if they really want to see. I'm an exhibitionist. I don't care. Yeah, the here nice we go. underwear. I got the nice underwear. <laughs> 
You're a big spender on some underwear. Sometimes. Back when I had a job and I had money and I was looking for like quality, fine products in my life, I get like the nice underwear. You know what I mean? Instead of the multi-pack Fruit of the Looms, you know what I'm saying? I'd get like the Tommy John's. Hashtag no fucking sponsors. Oh, um, I like me some Tommy John's. Them fuckers are comfortable and uh, the, the ladies like the way they look. So... What the hell, right? It's a, it's. They actually give me proper support. They make my junk look nice. Before. And uh, what the hell? Who wouldn't want to? Who wouldn't want that? Sounds amazing. It's, it's Tommy John. Certainly, they're certainly nicer looking <laughs> than like Fruit of the Loom fucking boxer hey, it briefs amazing, or, man. or whatever. Tommy like, Johns? yeah, the Tommy Johns, man. Because when you have a girl and she's like unzipping your pants and she's getting ready to blow you, you don't want to have like some old stained tidy whities. You know, you need to have something that says this is worth a good blowing. Right. You there's some there's some now. sheen on here. Like these 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 underwear are made with some sort of specialty fabric that looks really nice and supports everything nice. And yeah, yeah, it goes well. It works well. I was just don't just skip them. Hey, look at I'm telling you, man. Like I'll wear I'll wear the cheapest socks I can find. I'll wear the cheapest wife beater I can find. I don't give a fuck. But like, if I have money, motherfucker, I'll have on thirty dollars drawers. The Tommy John's run around thirty bucks a pair. Thirty dollars a pair. Thirty dollars a pair. Tommy John's thirty a pair. Thirty a pair. Oh my lord! But they get the ladies excited when they take your pants down. They be like, "Ooh, that shit looks good. I like your thighs." And I was like, "Yeah, that's right." That shit looks man, that's nice. like an Axe commercial right there, man. Yeah, dude, fuck Sorry. Axe. I wouldn't spend God any money damn, on Axe, I'm but not, I'll, I'll spend yeah, money on We gotta make a Tommy John's commercial. I'm telling you, dude, I wish they would sponsor the show. We That'd be great one. if they'd send me some more underwear for free. Fuck, let me get 20% off. <laughs> we had to shoot a video sent to the motherfuckers and be like, yeah, we got your Tommy John's bottle right here. Send you some free drawers. You Hell can be yeah. a Tommy John's bottle. You can, I'll you be a Tommy John spokesman. Yeah. I'll be like, chicks love to blow you when you're wearing Tommy yeah, John's. Why well, somebody come over and videotape that? Because I ain't videotaping you or no Tommy John's. I had to get somebody to come over Nah, no, nah, I'll selfie myself in my Tommy John's. Selfie yourself. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be the, the selfie Tommy John model. I'm selfie John. Selfie John model. <laughs> Y'all catch me out front all the Savage What? Tommy what do you think the best angle is for selfie? Tommy John? Selfie yeah, in my Tommy selfie um, in my crotch and Tommy John's. I don't know. I've never I found a good one. Pose. You might need a professional photographer for that. Now you're talking. Oh, you gonna have to. Now you're talking. I gotta get somebody pro to come in there and take my Tommy John professional. You know, why don't you just tell Tommy John's that you'll be happy to model for them? In exchange for 200 pairs of their underwear. Now you're talking. There you go. I'll be a Mail, lifetime spokesmodel. Of, no, what I need is like, what I need is like 10 a year for the rest of my life. 10, 10 a pairs a year for the rest of my life. Because I don't need 200 right now. I need to be able to acquire them as the styles change over the years, you know, because they'll offer different colors. You want it to pay out like the lottery. Exactly. Like, uh, like over installments. Yeah, it exactly. was like the 5000 a week shit. I want to win the Tommy John lottery. I want 10 pairs of underwear a year for the rest of my life. He wants two pair a week. No, no, One no. One pair no. a week. No. No, two pairs a month. How about that? 12 pairs a year, two pairs a month for life. I could dig that. Because, like, I'm not going to ruin two pairs of underwear every month. You know what I mean? I hope not. Like, if I get two fresh pairs of John, Tommy John's a month, like, by the time I'm six years into that shit, I'm going to have so much fucking nice underwear that, like, my older ones I'm going to be wearing to, like, work on the car. Yeah, they're going to be, wa- be Acura rags. Right, they're going to be Acura rags. That's right. I'm going to be polishing the act when it's all said and done. Now you're talking. It's my Tommy John rag, bitch. Well, what happens if you get some really aggressive women? I mean, they, they might... They could tear they things. They might ruin your underwear for you. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. I mean, it's, I'll... It's Tommy John! 
I trashed them. Yeah, like, think about those rogue cats. Well, the thing is, a pair of Tommy John underwear, I suppose, is a thing that I can stand to sacrifice if I'm actually like getting laid in the process of losing those you Tommy John underwear. Man. Hey, it's cheaper than a hooker. <laughs> That's true, but it's also like yep. uh, it's better than losing them to like say a wedgie. You know what I mean? Like if somebody gave you a really bad wedgie and your Tommy John's got all shredded, like I'd rather, Ooh. I'd rather, a, I'd rather a woman tore them off for me in sexual act Jesus, yes. than like somebody gave me a wedgie. Tore off in your own ass, yeah. <laughs> or like like hung you up by your underwear, like ah, oh, hang you up by your Tommy John's. <laughs> no big deal. Oh man, it's all fucked up. So you got to look at the good side in these situations. Like, oh well, I lost my Tommy John's, but I got laid. Yeah, I'm check these Tommy Johns out. I'm telling you, man, they're they're not cheap, but they're they online. They online. Yeah, yeah, TommyJohn.com. I'm sure. That's you where can't you can get them in the store. Not like ever. I don't think so. I'm sure somebody carries them somewhere. Like in New York City, you could probably get Tommy John. Oh, well, motherfucker, I am. I ain't going to New York nah, nah, City. It's, it's way better to go online. No. Go online for them and fucking get yourself a pair too. I'm gonna need to check them out. They're the shit. They get the. Uh, if they had panty droppers. They're life-changing, that's exactly they right. They did, they did panty droppers, apparently. Apparently. I'm trying to tell you, man. I fucking, uh... I showed some chicks, like, multiple times. I showed multiple people my Tommy Johns. I was so impressed. I was like, yeah, I got the fucking banging underwear. My like, let me see. I was like, there you go. Boom. That's oh how nice God, they are, motherfucker. I'll break them out. I'm like, I ain't gonna break out my fucking Fruit of the Looms. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you wanna see my Fruit of the Loom camo jobs? Check my shit they, they're all frumpy and loose fitting and shit. <laughs> you know, faded out. You wanna like see it? my faded underwear with you holes in right them that I wear when I work on the car? Your car draws. Yeah, my car work drawers. You know, nah, like the Tommy Johns are when I put on my nice clothes and shit and go into fucking interview for a job. Like what I want, what I want is to get that job and then start dressing like I'm in the Peaky Blinders every day that I go to work. That's what I want to do. That's what I fucking want to do. I want to get the vest with my fucking gun and my fucking watch chain and my jacket and my fucking hat and shit. Show up, put put my shit on a coat hanger. <laughs> Have me a shotgun hanging underneath the fucking desk at work. That would be a trip, man. It's true, like, 1920s gangster style. <laughs> I want a vest, though. I want to start wearing a vest. What do you think of that, Steph? Should I wear vests if I'm rocking nice clothing? Oh, yeah. Men should definitely wear a vest. They're a very underutilized uh, clothing accessory. Now you're talking. Now, they what make you look broad. Like, they make your chest look good. They make you look manly. You would see you look good in vests. See, this is why I it like having. Up a little bit. This is why I like having women as friends that I can bounce ideas off of them without having you, to. Do the vest with uh, a long sleeve shirt, like rolled up three quarters. Ah. Very <laughs> sexy, and have have some of that uh, that chest hair, like taco meat, post, poking out a little bit. Oh yeah, you know I can't help but have that happening. The taco meat always pokes out. And Ta- you're- <laughs> No, I like the I like the I like the sleeves rolled up with the vest on thing. That's that is that that's yeah. that sounds like it'd be hot. Like that, yeah, you could pull that off and you'd kill that. It's so hot you could even wear Tevas and you'd still get laid. <laughs> I just take my shoes off at work if I have a desk in an office. You know, like I'll be all like, I'll be like, be one of the barefooted old women. Be one of the barefooted barefoot dudes with no pants on. Shit like that, you know. What I mean? Like, you got to knock because I take my pants off when I'm in the office. Like, give me a minute to put my fucking pants back on. I, I like to be comfortable. Tommy, I got to get dressed. 
Like, do, like, like De Niro in Casino. Like the dude comes to see him, and he's like, uh, "Send him, tell him it'll be a minute." And then he goes and he goes, he gets up from behind his desk, and you see he's got no pants on. And he goes, he puts his pants on, and he's like, "All right, send him in." <laughs> That's what I want. I want outfits like Peaky Blinders and Casino De Niro. That's what I want. Oh, I love the outfits in Peaky Blinders. They're great. Aren't they? They're the fucking shit, yo. <laughs> When's the next season coming on? I missed it. It's on. Fourth, fourth dropped like uh, in December, I think. The fourth season dropped in December. I'm oh, like, so I already watched it, I think. I'm two episodes in. Yeah, the one with Adrian Brody. Yeah, I, I already watched it. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, don't spoil it for me. Coming up next next December or two years? I, I would hope it'll be December 2018 when the next one will drop, but I have no idea how their yeah. schedule That's works. Great it's the bomb. It just sucks they only give us six episodes a season. I, get, I just go through all my... You know, I um, binge watch them. It only takes me a, day, a night to watch the season. That's why I couldn't even remember that I watched season four because I did it in one day. Absolutely, yeah. Peaky Blinders is a dayable binge for sure. A dayable binge. It's a dayable yeah, binge, you, and it's. You could really pull off the whole Peaky Blinders look, though. I think that would be good for you. Nice. That's kind of my plan if I get the job in Arlington is to start rocking vests, and uh, I want to get a leather shoulder holster. <laughs> That's really what I want. Like I love. You're gonna the- be one of those tool bags, huh? Uh, no way, man. No way. You never know. That's the beauty. You, you just get the vest to hide the piece. Carry in Arlington with your leather shoulder holster. Nah, nah, nah. I got a concealed carry if I'm in Arlington with the fucking leather shoulder holster under my jacket. I'm telling you, living the fucking dream. I'm not gonna go all like Danny Glover and fucking Lethal Weapon with the fucking pale covered pale colored fucking shoulder holster and like plain day sight with goddamn pit stains and shit I'm gonna wear my dirty white pit stained shirt with my fucking tan leather shoulder holster with the six fucking shooter in it you know what I mean like nah that's not me that's not me. I want to. I want to look like dude in the fucking like in the beginning of the fucking uh, that season when he's standing there with Adrian Brody and he's got the fucking all black joint on with the fucking chain in his. Sh- oh my god! I'm telling you, yo, shit is so fresh. They get so like they are so fucking fresh to death in goddamn Beaky Blinders. It's unreal, man. Like it makes me want to dress nice all the time. I ain't seen it. It's like I think I always kind of fantasize about like wearing some. Cute short dress with like one of those thigh holsters. Hell yeah! With a little pistol in it, you know, going out to the club. Absolutely, little two shooter Derringer and yeah, on yeah. your hip, the inside of your hip. Absolutely. If I was a woman, that's the kind of fucking gun shit I'd be carrying. That's what I would roll. I'd have like I'd have like uh one of those uh one of those old school razor blades that folds out like under my titty. Oh yeah. And yeah. like I'd have the uh, the inner thigh holster. With the dress, you know. Oh, this, this I one think chick. the girls still wear those in Baltimore. Well, they should. They need the to. Blade. Absolutely. I just one chick pulled a straight up blade out, switch, like one of them little switchblade, I guess, about four inch blade out from under, from her bra or whatever. Like she goes That's gangster. She's like, "Well, let me move this or out the way." <laughs> I'm like, "God damn!" You were about to hook up with this chick, and she pulled a razor from under her titty. Pulled a razor, and that was a straight up like you know. A knife. Flip open knife, you know, I mean, like one of those ones that you could flip with your finger. Was she feeling threatened? Were you violating her? <sighs> no, nah, that was just her protection. She just said, that was just an, her in case shit. That was her in case shit, and yeah. so you put on a rubber and then banged her while her knife was laying next to y'all. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So I have this story about weird shit hooking up. 
So uh, I, I knew this guy who we got drunk one night and we were all telling crazy hookup stories. And and he tells me that he, he met this girl on like Match.com or something, right? Went out, went back to her place, started sitting close on the sofa, doing everything, making out. He went down her pants, but like only pulled her pants down to about her knee. Uh-huh. Didn't think anything of it. They were messing around. Well... <laughs> After he had already hooked up with her, she pulls off her peg leg. <laughs> and then he gets all freaked out about it, but he didn't carry Banger again. Oh, that's whack, man. I'd be like Tony Soprano. I'd put my fucking hip foot, oh, I'd put my hand on like the nub while I was banging her. Like, <laughs> I'd be real interested. I'd be real intimate at that shit, yo. No big deal. No big deal. That's what Tony Soprano did when he was fucking a chick with no leg. And like, there's that scene where he's fucking her and he just puts his fucking palm like right on her fucking leg nub and he's just banging her. Like, that's what I would do. I'd Tony Soprano that shit, Steve man. Steve sent me some shit. Did he did he group text that or was yeah he just group texted us did, the, the handicapped dating website because <laughs> my friend at Jew Unit here Stephanie is into uh, I'm not handicapped girls he likes handicapped girls man mentally handicapped mentally handicapped would help him out but he likes physically handicapped like I'm not into handicapped and cere- cerebral fuck. palsy girls like <laughs> I hear they get great blowjobs that's what I'm saying they get all fucking shaky and shit tear it up. Yo, tear it up. Nah, like he, he. It's it's a long story. You should you should back catalog through our show, ladies and gentlemen. If you listen to episode forty eight of the Mason Friends Show, you'll hear just the depths of depravity when it comes to the Jew unit's sexual proclivities when it comes to handicapped women. See, listen to him. He's trying. He wants to deny it, but he can't even. He can't even deny it. All right, whatever. Can't say I've ever looked at somebody with a physical handicap and said I really want to bang that. Damn. That's what I'm saying. Apparently not, though. Like, but you've been saying that you want handicapped chicks. Like, you've been in, you've been talking shit about handicapped chicks. Them. I've always said I wanted a midget. You said Cripple Creek sounded like a great place to be, and that motherfucking, you've always been into midgets. That's for sure. Like, always. Steph, what do you think of that? Do you, are you into midgets? Could you bang a midget, dude? Uh, I <laughs> totally bang Tyrion Lannister. Who? Tyrion Lannister. Is that a midget? Dude? Is that the dude from uh, yes. Game of Thrones? Yes. Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. You'd, you'd... I would like fuck the face off of Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the face off. Now you're talking. I'm See, about to check you're, him out. you're not you're not the only one, Jew unit. Other people in the world want to have sex with midgets. A midget, yes, but handicap. I never have had or have a desire to bang out a handicapped chick. I don't know, man. It's hard to believe. Steph, go listen to episode forty-eight and then call back another time and tell me that you believe him when he says that he doesn't want to bang is it really episode 48 is that the, the actual episode that's the one where it all genesis from like if you listen from now back to 48 you'll hear it referenced probably 25 times there's a lot of okay. funny stuff in regard to it but if you jump back to episode 48 that's where the whole madhouse started when it comes to okay. Unit and his sexual uh, handicap issues i'm gonna check okay. i'm gonna check that out as well because i yeah you cause... should really listen to the show because is there any is there any way that we could rig it up that the show can get to Peter Dinklage so I can fuck it safe? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, maybe like what I would suggest is take a link and put it on his Instagram page. There you go. And Instagram Twitter. right at him and just say <laughs> okay. Uh, and just and just see maybe if I can get some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I'll, I'll just be like face. skip to uh, skip to minute. You know. 
36 to hear me talk about how I want to fuck your face off. Cause I think he'd go for it. I would if I was Peter Sounds Dinklage. Sounds like a great pitch. I would be totally banging everybody I could get my hands on if I was Peter Dinklage yeah, right now. That was great. I think it would be fun to get it in the butt for my midget. <laughs> That's some Snapchatable shit, I think. When I think of a vision trying to get it in the butt. I think I'm snapping that real quick. Man. <laughs> would you be able to do it doggy style like that while he stands behind you? Do you think that would be yeah, it? Yeah, that would be fun. He'd be on something. Stool or something. I mean, he might be able to literally put his feet on the ground next to her knees and bang her in the ass from behind. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of long in the thigh. He very well may be able to Stand. Plus, I mean, you know, you could bend your knees. You could probably put yourself at a couple of different angles to, to you can make it receive in that sort of situation. And, I mean, Peter Dinklage has probably got plenty of dough. He's probably got nice pillows and shit you could, like, you could lay on and prop yourself up. I'm and, thinking the midget could kind of jump on you, kind of like, you know. What he needs is, like, just like get, reins. Get anyway. He needs reins to hang on to, to, like, <laughs> just really claw you. get his full body motion going. You know what I'm saying? That would be the shit yeah, right, okay, right there. okay, okay. She can dig it. Steph yeah, she, digs it. She, she really digs oh, some, some weird yeah, stuff. She, she want her some of that midget. That's all right. All right. So, so Steph, special we're, shout out. We're all into weird stuff. Shout out to Peter Dinklage. We need you over here. Dinklage, wherever. Mr. Dinklage, we need you to come. <laughs> uh, Peter, you can uh, get my number for Mason. Mr. Dinklage, <laughs> you catch us off air. Hit us up, Peter Dinklage. We'll, Hit the number up and then the number. We got somebody that wants to take it in the ass from somebody you. Somebody wants it, some butt sex from <laughs> from your dog, I mean, From that's, butt sex. that's open butt sex, man. You, better, I mean, see, but that's like that's like the way it should be. Like when a woman says, "All right, I want you to stick it in my ass," it's like, well, well okay. Like right, I dude. wasn't gonna bring it up. I wasn't gonna be my idea. But if that's what you want, I I guess we can go that route. That's what you want, bro. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna like deny. Like I was saying the other day on here, uh, you know, who would I be to deny a woman that wants to have sex with me? Right? Like, what a dick move. Like. Oh, sorry, sweetheart, but uh, we're not Can't married. Um, or I'm not ready. Right. Like, what is that? What kind of shit is that, for real? I had a man not take me when uh, when I was in high school. He's like, I'm just not ready. Like, what, you have to be emotionally mature to put it in? <laughs> You're looking for you a couple of... You rub it out, but you won't put it in. Looking for a couple of strokes here. Nothing too serious, bub. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get off easy. It's fine. That's awesome. Good for you. That's great that you're comfortable with yourself enough to get no, off I easy. I pushed him off me and I made him drive home in the dark at 3 o'clock in the morning. I snuck out of the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, we were in the, the, the front yard, kind of behind the hill, so if the neighbor pulled up, they wouldn't see it. Perfect. Oh, and he would put it in. I was so hot. I must have been ovulating because I like wanted to. <laughs> and he wouldn't give it to me. I'm like, yeah, you need to go. Good for you. I gotta go take care of this in my room. Bye. That's a dick move right there. Yeah, that's some bullshit. See, and that's the same kind of shit that I'm talking about. Like, who would I be to actually be in a position with a woman that wants to have sex with me and then be like, you know what? I, I really don't. I really don't. I'm not really ready for this that. right now. I don't think we should be doing. Like, you can't put yourself in that kind of situation and then not be willing to give up the dick to somebody. You gotta make it happen. Right. Stop bullshit. Yeah, like, like don't even look at a girl unless you want to put it in. Absolutely. Like, don't give her the wrong impression. I don't. I don't tell a woman that I find her attractive unless, like, I'm like like seventy five percent ready at that point to put my dick in her. Like you've got to have a chub. Nah, I don't need a chub to so, say it. Quarter chub. I don't need a chub to say it, but like, quarter I need chub. I need to be able to get chubby for her. Like, if I see a woman and think, <laughs> damn man, that shit could get my dick real hard. Like, then I'm way more likely to be like, how you doing? What's up, girl? 
like I was flirting with some chick at the bar a couple of weeks ago here in town. And, uh, you know, you know how I do, just saying outlandish shit. And uh, it was a lot of fun, you know. But, uh. I get chubby when I think about Chick fil A. <laughs> Chick fil A does it for you? Yeah. <sighs> it's waffle fries, man. Waffle fries are slamming now. Steph, let me ask you this. I've I've got a theory about Chick Fil A. I feel like Chick Fil A is the hetero wing of the uh, Catholic Church uh, jerks that like typically uh, like rape little boys. Only they're like the hetero side that waits for like seventeen and up cute chicks because they run Chick Fil A's. They make it all religious based. But then they only hire like seventeen to twenty-two year old females that that are smoking. Have you ever seen an unattractive girl work at Chick Fil A? Never. You never have like an unattractive, like frumpy girl that's not like. You never sit there and you go to Chick Fil A and you go, "Man, these are some ugly, nasty broads." It's not like the people you see working at McDonald's. You don't see that at Chick Fil A. They're always happy. Everybody over there happy as fuck. Or the BK. There's unattractive people that work at the BK. There's some real grody folks at the BK. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Some happy motherfuckers over there. They keep them happy. They overstaff it, and they got fucking cute chicks galore. And they must uh, pump oxygen in there. They gotta do something. They do it in the water, some because they they're happy as fuck everywhere. It's that sweet tea. It kind of makes you want to puke. They're so happy. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's almost yeah. But yeah, I worry for those girls. It's like I a, worry for it's them. like what a, like an old navy or like a American Eagle commercial or some shit like that. You, you, you think know I mean? you think their manager bosses are trying to bang them? They're like seventeen and a half. They're absolutely. Waiting. Oh absolutely. yeah, fuck yeah, he's trying to bang down everyone. I absolutely guarantee it. It's always like older dudes that run the place and own it, and then he hires nothing but like the seventeen and eighteen to twenty two and twenty three year old girls, all chicks that are in college. You got a friend. And like exactly like skinny little chicks that are in college, and he gets yep. them all those tight black pants to wear, and he's like, "Here you go, Beautiful. put these on." Are these? Are these? I mean, have, you, have, have you ever seen a girl look more attractive in a polo shirt? No, Chick Fil A is literally like they're the pinnacle it. of like attractive girls in uniforms. Like, there's always like, wow, there's at least five or six really pretty girls here. Yeah, like, they're killing it. And then there's another five or six that are like not bad at all, you know. And there might, of course, there's one or two or the modern or, hooters. <laughs> it's it it's a discreet Hooters, yeah. It's Hooters the for kids. it's it's not even Hooters for kids. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like Hooters Sands beer. And they're not even looking for tips. No, they're not. No. They're just they're just being they're nice. Just hanging out, just being they nice. They just want to say have a blessed day. <laughs> happy motherfuckers all the time. I don't understand it. It's well, amazing. It's a good amazing. business product that it's they're amazing. putting together. Hey, Mason, I got to sign off. I'm in my driveway. I got to I gotta go do stuff. Hey, word up. Well, uh, it was good Maybe talking Good talking with you, Steph. Thanks for All calling right. into the show. We'll catch you later. Nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great night, guys. All, All right. right. Au revoir. Yeah, 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 ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Pick up to Steph coming on here talking about getting fucked in the ass by Peter Dinklage. Dinklage, that's, man. That's pretty butt sex, man. That's, you better jump on that. That's a good call right there. I mean, that's a solid fucking Mason and Friends appearance right there yeah, from Stephanie. Fuck? Holy shit. She wants to fuck Peter Dinklage. She wants Peter Dinklage to fuck her in the ass. I love that. She wants to fuck her face, his face off. She wants to fuck his face off and take it up the ass from him. Like that's a, and that's some serious midget connection right that's there. That's a porn. Yeah, she's that's a free porn, Dinklage. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> Peter Dinklage. That's a free porn out here, right there. Yeah, your your spank bank uh, Rolodex will have literally uh, anal, anal porno in it at that point. Yes, if, all of it. If you commit to the process. <laughs> 
Peter Dinklage. Bondage? Your face get is getting us. fucked off? That's get at bondage. Us. Get at us, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, man. You're getting paid out of ass. You better come on with it. That's living the dream right there, man. When women just, just give it up to you straight up and tell you tell you what to do. I mean, I like that. Like, hey, oh, you want me to stick in your ass? Well, okay, I can do that. Well, I mean, I ain't never had nobody say, yeah, all oh, that juke. Yeah, I want that juke cock. That juke cock. I've had them, yeah, I've had them like, I've had them be pretty direct in my life. And like, like I said, the first older woman I hooked up with, Al, I don't even know if I have said this. Spoiler alert. She fucking totally stuck my dick in her ass after like orgasm three or so. I don't know what was going on. She had enough uh, of it. Right for the album. She was like, she, I think, I think it was like, uh, I don't know. I guess like somebody told me, hell, it might've been Steph actually told me that like, oh, well you earned the prize. She gave you like, you, you did such a good job. She gave you the fucking ass. And I was like, oh, is that what that is? <laughs> is that the prize right there? Like, that's not what I was thinking of it as in per se, but it was certainly like the only time anal sex was worth doing. Like the only time I've stuck my dick in a chick's ass, been like, whoa, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> that was, that was definitely a prize, I suppose. I like I like me some older women because they they know how they like it, and these young these young bras they just they don't know what they fucking want. They don't, yeah, that's exactly what it is. They be faking on the bacon, like you faking like to say, bacon. faking on the bacon all the time, full of shit. This bras full of shit. Oh, I had the one chick. So I hollered at the one chick again, you know, and uh, she said, uh, she said, I'm gonna be in town. Be, I'll be back in town or what, again or whatever, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, well, what the fuck? She's like, well, I'm going to have my daughter with me again. I'm like, well, when you going to not have your daughter with you when you come into town? She's like, oh, well, I'm I'm coaching her team. I'm like, oh. So why can't you get her to spend the night with a friend and you well, come over she, here and fuck? Because she's bringing her. She's come, she's, I thought she was coaching a different team. She's apparently coaching her daughter's team. Or whatever. So I thought, because she says she's a coach or whatever. So I thought she was coaching this other team. Apparently she's just coaching her daughter's team. So of course her daughter's going to go to practice and shit with her. Sure. Because it's her fucking team. And I'm like, so why even mention that you're going to be around here? And we can so you put her on blast about it. We can't ever hang out. Yeah. I'm like, so what the fuck? That, that, why, why even waste my fucking time? Ain't nobody, I'm like, it's ridiculous. Stop faking on the bacon. What'd she say? None. <laughs> Ain't got nothing to say. I mean, what are you going to say about, I mean. Well, you could say, well, I was just trying to be polite. Because that seems to be all that is. She's just trying to be polite. Hey, I'm going to be around even though we can't hang out. <laughs> Although, I guess you could go watch the practice and flirt with her there. But nah, is that be, even worth the time of day? Nah, because I can't just show up there because, like I said, her daughter is going to be like, why is why he here? Oh, who that? Why he around? No, not who that. She don't, she remember who I am. She'd be, like, hey, yeah. be like, yo, mommy, are you fucking that dude again? Yeah, why is he here back here again? You know what I mean? It's like I just can't just show up some random spot. It's like, so I don't even give a fuck. You in town? That's cool. It's like the rest of y'all bitches that I've hollered at that can't make a visit when you know... I'm right there when you drive right by this spot. And you know my parker home. What's shit? It's like whatever. You ain't no Peter Dinklage, homie. Yeah, I know. I ain't sweating nothing. I hear that. But I was just saying. Most of the time it's not worth the sweating. No. Nah. Like, you know. Even the ones that you think it is worth it typically aren't worth it. Like I said, Saturday we gonna we gonna go out, I'm gonna go to work. We're gonna have a hell of a good time up there at the strip club. It's gonna be my f- season finale. Probably for the strip club. 
Yeah, because I'm going to start working to lawyer fun. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Yeah, that's terrible, man. So, I'm uh, going to get my shit together. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Motherfuckers yep. have to do what they got to do when they got kids and fucking wives and baby mamas and so, all that kind of shit. One more visit up there. Blow enough money I ain't got. Yeah, right, to keep your mind satiated for the next six months to a year of fucking legal activities. Yep, and going out there and making it happen. Well, hell yeah, good luck in your legal, uh, whatever, your legal expenditures. I hope it fucking works out for you. I just hope I can control myself in court. Well, you're going to have to, like, you know. <laughs> that's what I mean. You're going to have to take it easy, man. Fucking, I, that's going to be rough. I'll tell you what I mean. you need to do. You need to read a book so you can be more articulate when you get there. And when they ask you questions, you ain't just going to be like, well, that shit was awesome. Or that shit sucks. And they're going to be like, do you have bigger words for us, sir? You're going to be like, nope. I ain't got nothing for y'all motherfuckers. I got no words for you just motherfuckers. I make just as much as y'all motherfuckers do. Like, get the fuck out of here. Y'all costing me money right now. <sighs> Y'all getting paid four hundred dollars an hour? I'm Ladies and gentlemen, you just remember <laughs> what the Jude unit will spend in one day. I spent on one vasectomy, <laughs> and then afterwards, I had such a massive amount of my vas deferens removed <laughs> while I was having my hernia mesh removed <laughs> that, like, there wouldn't even. There's only one side that it could be reversed on, and I have no intention of ever doing such a thing. <laughs> and with that, excuse me, Jesus. I'm having a bit of a cold attack over here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see from my stuffy nose, I am sacrificing to be with you. Sacrifice, 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 sacrifice. And I appreciate your time. We're going to have to bring this episode of the Mason and Friends show to a close. We'd like to give a big shout out to Stephanie. Yes, uh, uh, appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. No doubt. And big up to Peter Dinklage. And, uh, Peter Dinklage, man. It's free butt sex all, and porn. You better get all, up on that. All other sexy midgets in the world, we'd like to holler at you as well. Yeah. Any other handicapped girls out there, physically handicapped, not mentally. No, and, uh, Oh, that's midgets. midgets. No handicap. Midgets, no handicap. The Jew unit is now denying handicap girls who would not date Biscuit's sister. I would not. I never said I would date any handicap chick. I said I would fuck a handicap chick. <laughs> it wasn't. It was on. You know. Anyways. Anyways, that doesn't matter. All right, then. ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time. Love y'all. <laughs> Peace.